Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. <clears throat> Good morning. <clears throat> in this morning's session, we want to introduce another dimension of practice, another aspect of practice that um, that's really important to, um, I think, to understand. Um, before we get into the meditation, um, I just invite you to do just a, a simple little exercise. Hold your hand out in front of you right now. And look carefully. You've been practicing mindfulness all this time, and you can see things so clearly. And just notice what you see. So many things to see. Maybe you see lines, wrinkles, lots of work, knuckles, bones, so many things to see, color, One thing that's not so easy for most people to see, although it's a very prominent part of that visual field, is space. So maybe you saw that space, maybe you saw a hand, but one could say it's a space with a hand in it. But we don't usually see the surrounding of what's right in front of us. Okay, you can put your hand down. And that's a kind of pointer to this meditation. It's with this meditation that probably many of you are familiar with, um, is pointing to that which is seeing experience. We've been including so many different objects from the breath to sensations and sounds to thoughts and emotions and Vedana, and intention, so many things to notice, so many different objects to tune into. But the one thing that often is missed is the consciousness that knows all of this. <clears throat> and so that's what this practice is about. And Again, I said 
probably many of you are familiar, that this is the variation of the big mind or big sky meditation, uh, first uh, created by Joseph Goldstein on... Um, inspired by a Tibetan classical book, the Tibetan Book of the Great Liberation, where we tune into what those objects are arising in. <clears throat> I want to just name that in different traditions, the knowing is spoken of in different ways. In Theravadan tradition, um, the fifth skanda, or kanda, vijnana, is consciousness that is part of the experience of sense contact. An object, an organ, uh, perception that is functioning, and consciousness. And when the three of them come together, that is called contact. And in Theravadan, that contact, that kanda, sorry, that consciousness is arising and passing like everything else. In the Tibetan tradition and other traditions, that consciousness, uh, often spoken of as awareness, um, is the ground of being in which everything is known. So, Joseph Goldstein writes a, a wonderful book uh, called One Dharma, where he was trying to put these different ways of understanding together and his final conclusion as he was sorting out for himself these different ways of understanding uh, was summed up in two words. Who knows? <laughs> so we can play around with different ways of, of seeing whether or not consciousness is arising and passing in every moment, or is the space in which things are happening, um, it's really valuable to see what it's like to not be so object-oriented and rest in, if I can say it, the awareness that things are known. So we'll now do this meditation, and I invite you to uh, just relax and be comfortable as is much as possible, but also to work with stillness. Not to be rigid, but uh, it helps for stillness in this session. And begin by just opening up to sounds. There's the sound of my voice. 
subtle sounds in the room. When it gets very quiet, the silence. And I will also introduce some sounds as is often done in Tibetan practice uh, to just notice the arising and passing Let the mind be open, wide, clear like the sky. Sounds appearing and disappearing in the open, clarity of awareness. Listen with care, without preference. Sounds appearing and disappearing in the open space of awareness. Let the mind be relaxed and at ease. 
Sounds arising and disappearing all on their own in the vast sky of awareness. Now become aware of sensation. As points of feeling, like stars in the night sky. No head, no shoulders, no back, chest, arms, legs, only points of sensation. Like stars in the night sky. No inside, no outside, no boundaries or separation, only sounds and sensations arising and passing in the open space of awareness.
Let the mind be relaxed and at ease. Still, just allowing sounds and sensations to appear and disappear by themselves in the open space of awareness. Now become aware of thoughts and images like clouds passing through the sky. No roots, no home, just arising and vanishing. in the open sky of awareness. Sounds, sensations, thoughts, images, appearing and disappearing all by themselves 
in the open stillness of awareness. Let the mind be relaxed and present. And still, no reaching out or pushing away. Allowing sounds and sensations and thoughts, images, is to arise and pass on their own. Now become aware of awareness itself. Awareness is clear, invisible like empty space. Without color, without form, it is, but it doesn't tangibly exist. Become aware of awareness.
Awareness is clear, vast, without boundaries, limitless. Contains all things, but isn't composed of them. Become aware of awareness. The mind be relaxed and at ease without the slightest movement towards or away from any object. Awareness is clear, unborn, unformed, containing all things, but not composed of them. No inside, no outside, allowing all experience to appear and disappear in the open space of awareness.
The next time you hear the bell, it will signal the end of the sitting. Until then, relax, be present, not moving towards or away from anything, just letting everything spring up and vanish on its own in the space of awareness. So I hope that this points to another way of <clears throat> of practicing. Um, it's not the real way or the 
best way or it's not like, oh, now you got the secret teachings. And it's just a very valuable way to see it's all just happening on its own. And we get so um, entranced or hooked or seduced or uh, frightened by these arisings in the mind or in the body. And they're all just arising and passing on their own in that space of awareness and just tuning into that gives a whole um, dimension of freedom from the struggle or the uh, uh, enchantment with with the objects. Um, and if this didn't work for you, if you fell asleep, very common. Uh, if you were, or if you found what you were looking for, great. Um, just let whatever your experience be how it is and see this is just a, a, another way. This is noticing consciousness rather than focusing on the objects. Um, and you can also tune into this in the rest of your day too. You know, there's a, a real spaciousness that comes of you doing the walking and you can just tune into the awareness that, that knows. I think it was mentioned uh, in one of the talks, Joseph's uh, instruction. Notice how things are being known, the lifting of, of the step and the placing it. Um, this is a, a, a really um, helpful way to create spaciousness in the, in the mind. I, perhaps you got a glimpse of that. Um, but the spaciousness can easily turn into spaciness. So that's the other side of things. And when you're finding yourself ungrounded or lost or whatever, then you can always come back to feeling your body sitting here, reconnecting with the primary object and just collecting so you can, it's not like you have to stay in one mode or another, just seeing what's most appropriate and helpful in the moment. Uh, if the mind needs some space or if it needs some sharpening, you can change and adjust the lens as you see fit. Okay, so um, maybe there's some questions or uh, comments uh, in doing this uh, this practice or oh thanks Dawn. here you go and oh, in the back all the way uh, mm, this over there yeah <laughs> and then we'll get to you Thank you for speak up just a touch. <clears throat> Thank you for this practice. Um, I've done it several times, and 
each time it's different. Mm -hmm. And one thing I found myself having to let go of is uh, that the words you said that, uh, I'm not sure if it was space or this uh, contains, the space contains this, but is not comprised. Mm -hmm. And I struggled with those words because I actually really struggle. I really tried to practice everything is contained of everything else. And, and so I had to, at least for this moment, just practice uh, with what you were saying and letting go of, like we're not separate, and so I guess that's my question: Is it is is it um, a practice of separation? Space is separate from us. Well, I said awareness contains all things. Awareness contains all things, but is not comprised of them. So I don't see it as separation. I see it as. Uh, well, I see it, and everybody, can, you can see it in your, your way. When I hear that, I say that, it's, it's a complete unification that awareness is, this way of looking at it, all-pervading, and everything is happening in that dance of awareness. Um, so I wouldn't struggle too much on it. And if it snags the mind, then just, then just relax and let it go. It's just the mind trying to comprehend that which is beyond comprehension. Okay. Is there a... Well, you might as well get... And then we'll go over here. Is it on? Yeah. Oh, battery went out. Oh. Mm. Vanished on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious about the relationship between space element and awareness or consciousness in the way that we were just exploring it. Be, speak up between space. This, the element of space mm. and awareness, consciousness. If there's anything to say about that. Uh, how does it? How does it strike you? I was experiencing them as synonymous, and I didn't know if there might be distinctions. Well, in um, I like the way the Tibetans uh, think of 
they describe awareness as um, empty, like space, awake or cognizant. There's an awakeness. It's not just like a big vacuum. There's an awakeness to it and responsive. Joseph has a, a beautiful talk intrinsically empty, which is a Tibetan, Tibetan phrase, intrinsically empty, naturally radiant, and ceaselessly responsive. So it's not just that it's space, there's an awakeness within the space too. Over here. Thank you. Can you describe the difference between this awareness um, and the other day's practice of um, choiceless attention? Of this awareness and choiceless attention? Yeah, versus choices, uh, choiceless attention or sometimes called choiceless awareness. Uh-huh. What's, In, the, what's, what's it between doing the this kind of practice and, <clears throat> and choiceless awareness or choiceless attention? <clears throat> Yeah, well, in, in choiceless attention or choiceless awareness, you're, for the most part, you are just noticing whatever object is arising in the moment, and you're, you're tuning into the changing flow of, of objects, but more of a, of a, directing the attention to the arising and passing of objects. You know, there's a sound, there's an in-breath, there's a sensation, there's a thought, etc., etc. In this perspective, you're not reaching towards an object. You are simply relaxed, a relaxed presence that's not moving towards or away from anything. And so you're, 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 you're the aware, well, I, it's tricky to say you're the awareness, but there is awareness that's knowing it all without moving towards or away from anything. Okay. All right. So play with this in your in your practice if you'd like. Particularly anytime you start finding the mind getting tight or getting caught in a story or a struggle with a a point of sensation in the vast space of sky. Um to just tune into, if you can, just, you know, yeah, shift to the awareness that's seeing the arising and passing. And of course, that's just one 
uh, response, there, then there are other responses where you need to take care of yourself and you need to uh, bring self-compassion or you need to apply some antidote or whatever. There's many, there's no one right way, but just to know this kind of, um, yeah, is a way to uh, be less caught up in the reactivity and to tune into the underlying, to the consciousness that knows rather than the object. So just see if it's helpful, use it. If it's not, let it go. Okay, uh, announcement. There's a Brahma Vihara today. Um, and uh, Christina is sitting in with Dawn, right? And uh, those who are having interviews with, uh, practice discussions with Dawn, uh, of course, you have the option of, of uh, just having uh, the two of you. And it really supports Christina's uh, process in, in developing as a teacher. So if you're open to doing that, then uh, that would be great. But if you're not, that's absolutely fine. You just have to really listen to what supports your practice. Okay, enjoy your day.